Hello everybody, welcome to episode 49 of the Voice of the Basin podcast, coming to you from the subterranean wonderworld in the middle of Hampshire. Yeah, we're back, it's the same boys you know and love, doing the same podcast you know and love, but you might have forgotten about us, because we went away, even we forgot about us, to be fair, but the other day we decided we'd remember ourselves, we would find ourselves, and so here we are, back, ready to do episode 49, it's the first one of 2014, we're all a bit rusty, but we are ready to rumble. Here with me in the room are my co-hosts, it's sat opposite me, it's the one and only Mr Swan. Good evening, Mr. Parton. Hello, everyone. How are we? I'm very well. I can't answer for everyone. It's exciting to be back. I'm, you really? I'm this new steward of the basement. Oh, yeah. We'll come on to that later, because yeah. there's been some big changes in the Bitbuck universe. And then, next to Mr. Swan, is the one and only man. I know he's excited, because when he turned up today, he just started going on about the different ailments he had, and how ill he'd been. For nine days straight, he's been a bit poorly. So, um, with no introduction really needed, it's Mr. North. I've started 2014 quite downtrodden. So I hope for a pick-me-up this evening, please. I think the listeners are listening to us now and looking towards us for inspiration. Okay, I need to pick them up. Yeah, that's what... <laughs> oh, never, it's <laughs> never going to happen, is it? He's coughing and splattering. Yeah, the real reason we've been off air is for Mr North's ill health. <laughs> but he's cute. He's in remission now, so it's all <laughs> good. He's on the road to um, redemption. Uh, we've also got a special guest with us in the room today, uh, which is quite exciting. Mr Swan, do you want to introduce our special guest? Because you pulled all the strings on this one. I have, yeah, I have indeed. <laughs> we've got uh, a young lady from the local area who's uh, Miss Nicola Dempsey. Way! <laughs> How are you this evening, Nicola? I'm very well, thank you, Mr Parton. How does it feel to be in the basement? I'm quite excited to be a lady in a basement. And how's the hospitality been so far? It's been very nice, thank you. I've got a Corona in a Portsmouth uh, cup. Other beers and better football teams uh, sorry, are Sorry, yes. I'd, li- I'd like it put on record that the, the first guest when I'm in charge of the house has commented on how good the hospitality has been. <laughs> yeah, should we talk about that now? Should we get that one out there? Because we've alluded to it a few times so far. Yeah. Did you, you, Mr North sold the house to Mr Swan? Well, uh, well, he hasn't gone quite that far. No, he's basically installed me here as his tenant. So Mr Swan now lives in North Towers. I live in North Towers. I, I can come down the basement whenever I like. I, I don't, to be honest, not that often. <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's exciting. It is exciting. It's not, until you live, like... it's not until you live here that you realise what a waste of space this is for day-to-day living. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's absolutely spot on. Yeah, I, I, I don't come down here very often. It was a bit of a dumping ground when we sort of were like, yeah, we'll get the podcast going again. I was kind of like, where's all those boxes going to go in the back <laughs> of my head? But uh, yeah, we got it back looking exactly how it used mm. to. Mm. Yeah, what's incredible yeah. is like pretty much like about a year ago, the show got like mothballed, really. Yeah. Basically, like it was all <laughs> yeah. packed down into boxes to the point where the other day I came around to borrow some wires and I had to move an old curtain that you just like <laughs> yeah. ceremoniously <laughs> draped true, over yeah. the old gear. It was like sort of well, uncovering Miss Haversham. But we put the room back this evening and it feels like it's never been away. We've literally put everything back exactly as it used to be. Mm. That, that wall planner that you put on the wall in 2012, that would never written on yeah that's gone that's gone yeah (laughs) Yeah, it was about time really wasn't it well i thought i can't leave it here forever i thought it'd be like the mary celeste coming down here really (laughs) eerie we'll have like probably i could have left like half drunken bottles of beer and stuff down here that mr north left what happened to that big tub of sweets that we left uh, they went off oh, and a bit mouldy and I had to go in the bin. <laughs> they were oh. hideous. I, the thing is, I've been entertaining down here, though. I have had parties down here. Right. But that's Mold. what I mean. This was... So it has been used, but I don't think it's ever got back up to the heights of when we when we did the podcast mm. in it. Well, you're right. We are back. We're back where we should be. Boys in the Basement. www.boysinthebasementpodcast.com I haven't actually checked if that, that website still exists. <laughs> uh, that website might exist. It might not. Um, but yeah, we're back. And we've got the same essential mission statement, which is to just have a chat, promote some music, and have some fun, really. Uh, I think it's time. Should we play some music now? Yeah. 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 Watch out. I have actually prepared some music. We've got a choice from one, two, or three. Pick a number. One. Two. Right. Two. 
<laughs> right, we're going to have a remix. Uh, now, we're going to kick off the show with a little bit of Bella Takes Chase, simply because Bella has been one of the few people who's been emailing me relentlessly while we've been off air, trying to become a guest, and I've just I've just been ignoring her emails. I don't know what that says about me. Does that put me in a bad There's light? an awful lot about you. Okay, so Bella, just to say sorry, I'm going to play your song uh, now, and it's going to be really nice. So uh, have a listen to this, and when we come back, we're going to talk about an award ceremony that we may or may not have gone to, and we're going to talk about our stumbling meetings in the street. Streets. All right, enjoy this. Be back in a minute.
Oh, that was nice. That was Radiate from Better Takes Chase then. It's our first song of 2014 and we got we got more music coming up this show from Children and Lions and also from Phoebe Caters, so you've got that to look forward to. So don't go anywhere. And if you want to find out more about Bella Takes Chase, the link's on our website and she's on Facebook, facebook.com slash Bella Takes Chase, I'd imagine. Just, you'll find it, it'll be right as rain. What a year we've all had not podcasting. We've all been doing noble stuff. I've been off presenting charity gigs. Mr. Swan's been off furthering himself in his career. Meanwhile, Mr. North has been burning Union Jacks. Why is that, Mr. North? Do you want to talk about it? And why you've become a local criminal? And Liam. Hello. Just briefly, an organisation I was involved in. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to read a short statement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Raised a lot of money for charity at a fireworks display. Lovely. But inadvertently, a union flag was set on fire. Okay. Which was unpopular with some people, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which was a, yeah. I'm not, I'm not I'm the non extremist right, far yeah. right people there. I'm not yeah. condoning the incident. I'm just saying that it was the wrong thing to do, but it wasn't deliberate, and it overshadowed what was otherwise an event that raised ten thousand pounds for charity. But Can we talk about other things that are not ideal to do, but they're not deliberate. <laughs> yeah. Give me yeah. another example of one of those things. <laughs> not intentional or deliberate. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so you really snookered Mr. Norfolk because that felt like yeah. he had a really prepared statement. Yeah, he's been working on that for the last and eight now months. He's to go off <laughs> for the last eight minutes, <laughs> he told me that we're going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. And that, that now just seems like the only important thing, significant no, thing no. that happened to me in a year. No, no, no not was... at all. You've got your own house now. Yeah. You're now living with your girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she's enduring, isn't she? Yeah. She's, she's, she's hanging on in there. Yeah. She's hanging on in there, yeah. I am difficult yeah. to live with. Oh, really? God, yeah. She was actually very scathing about you the other night when I finally managed to get into your house for the first time since you moved into it. There was a social yeah. event and I snuck in off-piste. Yeah, so did Dave. Nice. He came in, got pissed and then went to the pub. <laughs> oh yeah, Dave's in the room, by the <laughs> way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the Department of Audio and Visual Engineering is here. Hello, Dave. Hello. Yeah, he's here. That's we've broken down the fourth wall there by yeah. talking, Woo! About, the fourth talking wall. about the staff. Um, Dave's going to be quite useful, actually, because I've touched on it, but whilst you've been off burning flags and stuff and upsetting local pensioners, I've actually been doing a lot of noble charity work, and uh, I recently hosted an event for the people in the Philippines, because the Philippines is a country that I've oh, always... The people always in the Philippines. ...meant a lot to me. <laughs> you and basically went to present a little like, charity thing. Well, don't yeah. belittle it. When we spent a long time organising a big event, Mm. a flag burning happened. (laughs) Yeah. But don't make out as if you're. Well, here's Here's some advice from a charity event that went (laughs) swimmingly. Don't burn flags, because we found that really the evening went off without a hitch. Dave, just uh, talk to the people in the room about how lovely and good I was at that event as a host. You were underprepared, but it was lovely. Yeah. Shock horror. I think my opening line, though, was a bit controversial. I think I said something along the lines of, we're here because some houses and stuff got blown over in the Philippines. And I think it was a bit of an awkward moment. We built it up. I called the Lady Mayoress. I said, she's a bit of a screamer. And it was all a riot from that point forward. But it was a good event. People maintained that I was an adequate host. (laughs) At that point, burning a flag probably would have been like relief. Mr. North, local flag burner extraordinaire. No, come on, we know it was an accident, Mr. North. We yeah. won't, we won't make a big deal of it. And actually, it was nothing to do with me. Yeah, well, the thing is, I hadn't, I haven't seen very much of you this year, and that was pretty much like the only thing I heard you'd been up to. Well, it yeah, was front page news yeah, and yeah. all the papers. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I have seldom seen him. I, I think the first time I saw you in ages was like, I think it was at Halloween. I was hanging around outside a pub dressed as a zombie and you came round the corner pie-eyed and legless everyone your best mate and you were very nice you were very you were very nice we had a nice little chat it was good yeah uh, I've seen you three times in the last few months and each yeah. time has been outside that pub because yeah, I was a bit sad when you saw me I've, I've, it's turned out in the last few weeks I have like emotions and stuff and he was very sensitive 
And of course, by sensitive, I do mean drunk. <laughs> you were tottering up the street. I had the lady mayoress on the phone asking for you to be put down, locked away. You've been down at the heath kicking ducks. So what have you been doing boats. last year? Have you been? Have you been so? Like, I've been very charity? busy. Yeah, uh, not so much. <laughs> I've been. I've been helping uh, other countries though by travelling to them. I've been to America. I've been to Tunisia. <laughs> Helping their local economy. Um, I've moved house. I've moved in with you. I'm supporting you now, paying you, paying your mortgage for you. <laughs> Care of the community. Uh, yeah. You bought me a fez. I did buy. I did buy you a fez I from love Tunisia. That fez. Yeah, I was a bit worried about the night I gave it to you. We were going for an Indian, and you said, I'm going to wear this to the restaurant. I, I said, did. No, you're not. You didn't. Did I not in the No, end? you didn't. No, you're not going oh. into an Indian restaurant with a fez on your head. I would have. Yeah, you, yeah, you would have. That was the problem. Mm. Um, your emotions, though, I'm interested. You said you've touched on emotions. You've become emotional now. Yeah, I have feelings. So, how like. does buying a house. Where someone was murdered and then the building was burnt down. How does that tie in with being an emotional person? Right. Well, I haven't bought a house where a murder has been committed, but I did go and look at a death fire murder house the other day. (laughs) And basically, there's a house that's very cheap. And the only downside is it's been very badly fire damaged and someone had the misfortune to have a murder in it. But the way I look at it is every house, I think, has one murder in it. Right, statistically, I think eventually over time someone will be murdered in every house this ever one's built. This one, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that house I've been in, it's had its murder and it's had its fire. So now it's safe. Statistically, it's one of the safest houses to live in. Mm, except if you jump up and down in the upstairs bedroom. Yeah, well, yeah. The, the come through the floor. The floor goes through. The left-hand side of upstairs is is not good for people to go in, but you can look into those rooms. Well, I'm excited about this. And you can look into those rooms and see through the floor into the living room. Okay. Yeah, but secretly, guys, I think you're impressed that I've had the the gall audacity and brilliance to actually go to and... To bother in a state. To be fair, to I, I, well, I am quite impressed. When you, were, you were rambling on about a house when you first turned up, and you were like, yeah, I went to this house, it was burnt down, someone was murdered, and I thought, yeah, here we go. And then you actually produced the documentation for it. I was like, wow, this is actually serious. Yeah. It's almost as if that's like half of 1% towards buying a house. Yeah, exactly. Although I do think, Liam, in Liam's mind, that probably is almost the house is his now. Yeah. yeah. He's got the bit of paper with I've a picture a... on it, so that's yeah. his house. Now. But I've got to yeah. submit a bid in an envelope next Monday if I want to buy it. Yeah. Yeah, you also mm. need to raise the money to buy it. That's that's the loophole <laughs> yeah. I get. You me can't with. just write any number in the envelope. <laughs> oh, I thought I could bid. Infinity an plus one. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the top bid is, plus fifty P. Um so yeah. Oh, because it, it did raise interesting questions for me, and I'll throw this out to the room is would you live in a house where someone has been murdered? Yeah, yes. it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. Okay. Miss Dempsey? No. Why not? No. Oh. I don't like the idea of living in a place where someone died. No, it's a bit ghoulish. Call me a lady, but <laughs> call a la- me a lady. A lady, 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 lady of the basement. Okay. Call me a lady of the basement. What? What if someone had died of like natural causes in the house? They can't help it if they've died of natural causes. Well, no, no one can help it. What about a house that had had a fire in it? Would you live in one of those? As long as no one died in it. Okay. What if someone was wounded in a house? I don't care if people wounded in a wounded. house. What if someone lost a leg in a house? That's just unlucky. Yeah, but you, that wouldn't bother you. No, as long as they can't it... help it and they're not a bad person, then I would live in their house. Does it, annoy then... any... Does it annoy anyone else when it says that someone died of like morbid obesity or smokers' <laughs> yeah, cancer? Yeah, because that's and what... It, and it, no, and it says in the paper they died of natural causes. Does that annoy anyone else? It's not uh, natural not, to be like... Yeah, I think it's unnatural. Not they, overly. They it doesn't it... keep me awake at night. <laughs> Yeah. Um, like I'll say something I've dedicated a lot of thought <laughs> yeah. to, if I'm being honest. But yeah, I suppose mildly, yeah. Yeah, do I read it in the paper, it annoyed me. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for sharing your frustrations Good. with the nation. Excellent. <laughs> the listeners who've come back to the show are ready for some excitement and some real energy. They're probably, they're probably thinking they're all full of hope. They're like, oh, they've probably changed. It's yeah. a new format. And it's just, a whole year. It's exactly the same. <laughs> so, no, we've got Nicola here. That's new. Oh, yeah, Nicola's here. Yeah, yes. yeah. he's Woo! got lots to talk about. But before we talk to Nicola, we need to talk about our big award ceremony. 
Oh, did we re- yeah, because did the last we- show we did, yeah. we, were, we were bigging up that we'd been nominated for a big award. Yes. And we were all full of bravado and confidence, and we were going to go there. I threatened to kick some children in the gut if we didn't win. Well, you didn't even turn up. Well, yeah, this yeah. <laughs> it all went wrong. Yeah. It all went wrong. You just weren't there. Well, but I misestimated the time that it would happen because yeah. it happened early. Didn't yeah, it? it was a Friday fair, at was... about half five, six o'clock. Mm. That's which a terrible was... time to do it. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it it, it, it literally threw the whole plans into. Well, it, it, it really wasn't the Oscars. Mm. It really wasn't. Who, who, who of us went in the end? Me and Mr. North went. You both went? Yeah, we yeah. both went. Yeah. We, okay. went, we went with other people who were nominated in other categories. Yeah, we were sat okay. on like a group table, mm. yeah. Um, but we were there, yeah. We, we gave Dave little... pulled out last minute as well, didn't he? Oh, yeah, Dave wasn't there either, yeah. yeah. We, we, we gave a little whoop-whoop when our name came up on the big screen. They actually wow. read out, like, they read this little blurb about us. Like, they do, like... <laughs> yeah, nominees. that was cringing. That was cringing. <laughs> with our three faces on this massive <laughs> screen. Huge screen, In a room with, like, screen. 200 people. Mm. And yeah, they said, the Boys in the Basement podcast, what was it, like a locally produced... Yeah, um, yeah it was really complimentary, almost really, the way that I squirmed in my seat. It didn't say... And, and everyone on our table <laughs> who knew us yeah. was looking at us thinking, yeah, we don't this recognize. is not right. <laughs> this is obviously <laughs> not right. Mix up. The fact, yeah. Yeah. And, then, and in the end, we were beaten by the kids' um, theatre group, which has about a thousand members. Petersfield Youth Theatre. Yeah. Yeah. Quite yeah. rightly so, I think. They did, what? Their yeah. Les Mis was excellent. They did, yeah. So we've yeah. got, <laughs> we've right, got yeah. to put on a production of Les Mis to be in with a shout of winning the award next year. Or maybe year. just like a musical version of the podcast. Well, well, uh-huh, well. Like well. sung through. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Swan? Sung through. <laughs> yeah. That's doable. That's, so That's doable. Well, you just get a transcript and just sing it. Because <laughs> Mr. Swan, do you want to talk to us about your musical uh, I'd rather not. To be um, I, do you want to share something with Nicola? Uh, do, uh, not now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll wait till we're off air. Um, oh, hello. There's a yes, promise. Yes, Miss D. <laughs> Yeah, yes, she, well, I have actually spoke to you before, haven't I, about Miss... Just once. Yeah, 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 a couple <laughs> of times, yeah. Nicola is a, a musician, um, and she can write music and play music, can't you? Yes. Yes, that's correct. So um, she might be helping me write the musical of my life, which has been long talked about. We hmm. have discussed it, haven't we? We have, we have actually had chats about it, and I've roped in a couple of other characters... Who, are, who I work with. To further the plot. To further the plot. I can't believe so, that we're still talking about 20, this. <laughs> 2014 could actually see finally this, this coming to fruition. This came up in like episode three. I know, but you know what they say, good things come to those who wait. I think you should call really? it Swan Song. Swan, uh, well, yeah, well, wow. there you go. You see, you've already contributed more than we've achieved in the right. last two years of this podcast. Write the theme tune, thing the theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's right. That's what we're working We'll get Dennis you. Waterman on board. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a smash, it's spectacular. <laughs> So are we any, is there anything concrete for the music? Uh, any there, no, no, there's no concrete, but there's definite intention. I think it should be like, <laughs> it should be ongoing if it's about your life. Well, yeah, that's it. It's a rolling musical. Yeah. yeah. It gets longer each <laughs> night. Like yeah, Friends like, of the Opera. Yeah, it's up to three hours now. We, yeah, so really, early. it's going to literally be a life's work, and then just after you die, someone's going to have to write the last scene, and then it's going to go into production. But that'd be very emotional, though, wouldn't it? I I'd, I'd, I'd quite like the idea of that, leaving yeah, like a legacy. Yeah. Well, well, it just means that you don't have to do anything. <laughs> that, that suits me even better. <laughs> if die, I just drag this out work. for like the next a man, 70 years. you've never heard. <laughs> a life you're not interested in. It's Mr. Swan the Musical. <laughs> I don't know. Is it going to be a smash hit spectacular? No, it will be. We've come up with some really good ideas. Yeah, we have. Wow, okay. Some well, really good ideas. So just watch this space, really. But we've been watching it for over um, a year. Perhaps I'll start tweeting updates and things like Ooh, that. Oh, you could start a Twitter account. Yeah, just I have a mu- Twitter account. <laughs> no, but just for the musical. Yeah, that's a good idea. That yeah, it could do that. Swan Song the Musical. What about when you go There's to America, jingle. though? There's a jingle that goes, Mr. Song with the update oh, yeah. on his musical. Yeah, well, if you lot can talk amongst yourselves for a few seconds, well, I this... might be able to find it. Yeah, well, what are we going to do, though, Nicola, when you go to America? Because tell people about what you're doing. I'm going to Ruffle School, I believe it's a technical term. Who? Ruffle School. Ruffle School. Yes. Okay, what's Rowing that exactly? on the floor laughing. It's a comedy school in Chicago. 
Amazing. Yeah, cool. so I'm going to study uh, improvisation and writing and musical improvisation. So what are you hoping to do with that at the end of it? Obviously write comedy, but... Yeah, for like television and things, hopefully. American TV? American television, yes. Wow. Is that easier to write comedy for? No. <laughs> was that you having a, was that you having a dig difficult. at Americans then? Or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it was also a leading question to carry on the conversation. Okay, carry on, yeah. uh, No, it's not easier to write okay. for. Um, it's just different, and I think they're funnier. Controversial. Just listening to this podcast is proving your point. <laughs> Dan Norris is probably giggling. Because we always say that the Americans have a different um, sense of humour to us, but what are fundamentally, if you describe the differences in comedy in the two countries? Um, I think the subject matter is different. I don't really know. I just think they're funnier. That's a very deep question, Mr. Cra- that is. Um, That's a cracking answer. question, if we were on Parkinson. <laughs> 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 We ask her again in a couple of years. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, so you could be doing things like Saturday Night Live and yeah, like sketches, and sketch things. shows and stuff yeah. like that. Could you maybe write like us a few sketches or something? I we could, could be the next Big Bang Theory, couldn't we? Don't say that. That's <laughs> no. awful. No. I like that show. Do we have a good chat there? Yeah, yeah. you can probably delete most of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I couldn't find the, the jingle, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> so why have you come back to us? Then? Oh, because I didn't. They re- couldn't leave us rambling on forever. Someone's got to lasso this back into it. So should we have a song now? Should we have a little song now? Yeah, let's have a song. Do you want some Phoebe Cates or some Children and Lions? Children, children and Lions. And lions. Children, yeah. ah, that's a big hit. Now this is, uh, this is do you remember Ismar? Yes. Yeah. Hello Ismar, by the way, I will return your tweet soon. Um, basically, he let me know about this band the other day and they're really good. And do you remember Callum Pratt? Yes. That was a no. Um, <laughs> yeah, Callum Pratt, we played this tune ages ago and Callum Pratt is kind of in this band. They do like instrumental musical stuff and it's kind of epic and I think a bit cool. So um, have a listen and see what you think about this and then when we come back we're probably going to talk more to Nicola. I think she's earned the right. <coughs> we should yeah. just have to put up with the cross-examining from North for a couple of minutes. Giving terrible yeah. answers. She yeah. needs to wash herself clean. So um, yeah, this is, uh, this is Children and Lions. Enjoy.
was nice. That was Bridge Too Far from Children and Lions. And if you like that, there's a whole album available to download. Wow. I think it might be free to download. I don't know. I didn't check. It's on um, childrenandlions.bandcamp.com. So have a look at that. It's really nice and we enjoyed that. That was lovely. Right, just before that um, song, we were talking about the musical, weren't we? Yes. And I promised you I was going to find you the jingle. Yes. And then I didn't deliver the jingle. No. But now I've found the jingle. Excellent. So I'm going to play the jingle. The only thing is now, it's because I'm playing the jingle, you've got to uh, talk about the musical over the... the... What, over the jingle? Well, you know, because it's got the intro bit and then the so big I can't bit. hear. Okay, well, yeah, we'll, go for, we'll go on about it, yeah. Okay, yeah. I've got a little story right here for you, so uh, <laughs> listen I up. I wish I could hear this, because it's a very good jingle. One man, no luck tonight. One man, no luck tonight. One man, no luck tonight. It's Mr. Swan with the update of his musical. <laughs> that was very good, dude. That's one of your finest bits of work, that is. Yeah? Yeah, very, very good. I do enjoy it. You I've, have been I've, a lot luckier in, the last two, in 2013, though, because that was all about the fact that everything the... happened was bad luck to you. Wasn't yeah, actually, this could, this could scupper the musical, though. You haven't been that ill. You've been promoted a few times. You, yeah, you're, like, I've got my own place. Yeah. Yeah, Almost. my car's flooded, but apart from that, it's it's <laughs> been flooded for two years. Yeah, it has been. Yeah. Your car flooded? It's proper flooded. It looks like a, it looks like an escapology act at the moment. It's like a water tank from <laughs> Harry Houdini's really? basement. Yeah, that's going to be the eleven o'clock number, though, isn't it? You yeah. escaping from your flooded car? That I will mean, be it. Yeah. <laughs> is it danger of you being electrocuted in your own car? No, 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 not at all. No. Not in a musical. No. Gypsy Jim wants to drill holes in the bottom of it to let the water drain out. Well, that I'm, is a good. Or shoot yeah, gun. Like top shoot gun. Yeah, but I'm worried that it might hit things that are running underneath <laughs> the car. No, Jim's a professional. Honest, no, he's not. He, he's, he's not professional isn't. at anything, apart from selling Heather and maybe doing your driveway, <laughs> <laughs> if you need it tarmacking. If you're not too bothered about how the quality of the edges. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, musical, well, we, uh, we've done the jingle, but we've kind of done it the wrong way around. So yeah, big things to come. Because yeah. like Mr North said, it has been a good year, actually. I do consider myself, I've been quite lucky. Well, I think that could be the start of the second act, couldn't it? Like, the end of the first Ooh. act can be your what? year, ter- your oh, life yeah. turning around. Yeah, I so you've got I... the first hour and a half. And then we're going to be uplifting. Yeah. Like, I've just found out we've got loads of little stings and stuff on here. Do you know what, what a sting is? Uh, no. It's like when you announce something, can you do a little sting? Like, you go... We're going to have to come up with something quite big now, then. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interview with Nicola Dempsey. Way! Right, as we've touched on before, Nicola has travelled here from far, far away. From a... Do you still live in East Meon? No, I moved in August. I now live in Horndean. Oh. Mm-hmm. Doesn't oh. sound as nice as East Meon. Oh, no, there's some nice bits of it. Mm-hmm. Driving out of it's always nice, it's I find. Great. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Uh, yeah, Nicola's here, and we, you, well, you guys are having a nice little natter earlier about she's going off to America. So, Mr. Swan, do you want to pick up the interview where you left off? Well, I don't really want to tread on Mr. North's toes. Oh, is he? Oh, is no, he, he the was... new Michael Parkinson now, is no, he? Well, yeah, okay, he... I'll start then. Okay. Oh, oh here we go. <laughs> Bedtime with the bear. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to know how a young lady from Hampshire gets into comedy so much that then she's going to go to America just to, to do it. So where did, what's the origin of this story? Um, well, I studied music at university, um, so I thought I was going to do music and stuff like that. But um, I started watching a lot of American television and started writing little jokes and things. And the BBC have a very good programme called News Jack, which is on BBC Radio 4 Extra. Plug. Um, which they accept like um, unsolicited material so I sent in a page of jokes and they bought my first joke which was a Berlusconi joke very topical political one liner yeah literally a one liner and they uh, bought it so I thought I'm going to be a comedy writer and when they bought it, then roughly how much did they pay, and then they use it on what, like something like the Now Show or something on. Like, yeah, I think it's thing. something like I don't really know what they pay. They just sent me a check. 
But um, can we can we ask how much? How much a yeah, yeah. It's I think so. Um, I got you get paid eighteen pounds. I, I think this is right. If it's under thirty seconds, so like one liners or like slightly longer jokes, and then after that, I think you get paid thirty six pound a minute. Think that's right. I'm not sure. Eighteen pounds for one joke. We could do this. Yeah. Could, could we? Write I don't a joke? know. Have we ever written a single good joke between us? Well, do we just forty eight episodes of <laughs> drivel? Can't you can't remember. It, it was a Berlusconi joke, and it was something to do with how many women he'd slept with. It was really funny. Um, <laughs> um, but they air it and then they air it. Like, so you've written afterwards. successful so you... jokes for podcasts then? Well, it wasn't initially for a podcast. No. It was, no. I made it we write our own joke. Yeah, well, Mr. <laughs> Mr. North, of course. We've got our own joke in the room. <laughs> well, Mr. North, of course, has written his own songs, hasn't he? I've just been reminded. I can't get any further than rubbing myself. <laughs> I can't get any further than rubbing myself. <laughs> I can't get any further than rubbing myself. Can we take the clip machine off him? Because <laughs> he's like, he's not listening. He's not in the room. He's just looking back through our back catalogue. Well, like, no, I'm good. Right. I just, I will be derailing the interview periodically with, try, I'm trying to find appropriate sound effects. I don't know where we are anymore. So when did, <laughs> the, so when did the big decision, Nicola, happen that you were, uh, instead of just Googling, oh, I might do a bit of American comedy schools, and you went, actually, I'm going to go for it. I'll pay my deposit. I'm going to go. And when did um, that happen? I think it was when I got a job that I'm doing now, and I thought I don't really want to do it for very much longer. <laughs> That's fair enough. We all know. We all know in the room what kind of job this is. Yes. We can understand. Working Mr. for Mister. You work for me. <laughs> yeah. That would that would be enough to drive people yeah. anywhere. Wow. I hope I don't normally drive everybody halfway across the world. <laughs> well, I made this decision quite early on when Mister. Parton was my boss. Oh, oh, oh there we are. I gave you a job. There you, you go. I recruited you. And wow. I'm forever grateful. And Thank you very much. Paying for my comedic education so yeah. thank you very much no you should be grateful for You're what I have given you building a, a better world for our children to grow up in so are you planning on working on the side like um, over there to get a job are you going to use your experience working in retail here to get yourself a job Maybe. in America I'm going to Canada afterwards so I'm going to try and get a job when I'm there to support myself I think alongside and then hopefully eventually I'll be able to do it so how long is the course that um, I think it's about a year ish okay. And then if you're good, they keep you on for longer to study in their conservatoire. So hopefully I'll be able to do that. In their what? Conservatoire. conservatoire. Okay. Yeah. But no you don't know what that is. He's <laughs> desperately, his eyes are like, I think it's like some, sort of, some sort of French conservatory. Which yeah, I thought it's was a like very, or- very hot room where they keep their funniest <laughs> people. It's a hot room where they keep Do you produce more here. under sort of hot conditions? You do, I've heard. Oh. Like a polytunnel. <laughs> There's a polytunnel. <laughs> that produces more fruit. <laughs> Oh dear! Did he know that? Like you guys laughed at that out of pity, and the, yeah. the comedian in the room just even he didn't even get no. much pity. Well, Nicholas no, got very high standards. A single tear rolled out <laughs> yeah. of her eye into her corona. She's just keep checking out, checking out what, tucking her belongings back into her handbag for a quick escape. <laughs> No, it was nice. So I'm really excited because I I'd like to go and like do whatever you're doing. Anyone can I just can come with it. you? Y- uh, yes. You'd have to be funny though, wouldn't you? Though. Well, mm. this is what I'm worried that I'll turn up and they'll be like, "I'm so sorry, but you're just not funny." And then Ooh, I have to come back be... home. How? It must be quite a brutal industry. I think so. I'm going to cash in on being British. Yeah. Yeah. Play play up to all that. Like and British. small. Yeah. One question I do have though, Nicola, is what do you like? Why is it that there are so many more male comedians than there are female comedians? I think men don't give up. Really? Do you think that's what it is? I think maybe. I don't really know. It kind of annoys me when people ask it, though, because... Well, oh, sorry. That, <laughs> no, uh, no it's what, that shows it's a good question. It's a good question. It is, it's got no. on the edge. I'll be replacing Andrew Marr. <laughs> no, I think it's... I don't, uh, he had a stroke. When people say, did he? Yeah. Oh. He's better now. He's, he's better right. now. He's, right. he's, he's right. right. Is he right? Yeah, he's back. I watched him this morning. You watched him do what? 
He presented his television program. I was just watching his through his bedroom window. He still can't move one arm, though, can he? They had a webcam. He's like, he was like time. that, and he was talking like this, and he only had one his arm. Yeah, right. right. Got, yeah. Okay. But like a broken fair machine. It's a very good like, question, Swan. Let's get back to it. Yeah, please. Um, God, North is on it. He looks all oh, dynamic. Yeah. It's oh. like watching Ollie Murs on speed. He's on his second can of Guinness. <laughs> Why, why are there so many why, more male comedians? Why are men comedians? funnier than women? Mm. That's a bad question. Is it? No, not. it's the same question. No, it's not. No, it's, no it's he not said, why are there more male comedians? Yeah, yeah I think it's wrong. Well, Cindy Discord hey, no. was the same question that Liam said. It was no, Liam Discord. said, why are men funnier than women? And mm. Mike said, well, why? why are they? Well, I think they're that's not. what men. No, it's not what I meant. No, it's all Miss North. Just you because you're sexist. Look at him. Go and burn a flag. Oh, no, wait. He's already done that. That's so last year. Open so sorry, camp. Nicola, the floor is yours. Sorry. Um, men aren't funnier than women. Okay. We're different, I think. I don't I don't know why there are more men than women. I think that men are quite persistent at stuff like that and girls kind of go, can't really make much money from this. Well, like, I think men are quite, um, what's the word? I think, they're, they're happy to make an idiot of themselves. Yeah, well, I think the difference is as well that there are lots of men that aren't that good at it. Mm. So you think that, oh, like there are just more men doing it, but they're not actually as good. But even though there are less women, the women that are doing it are much funnier. Or like, you think more men watch comedy than women? Is it more interest than men? Or? I think we watch different types of comedy. So I think men watch more stand-up and women watch more sort of televisual comedy. Simple. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Like going, yeah. Future's bright then. Future is definitely orange. <laughs> I wouldn't go down that line. Future's bright, future's orange? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she's breaking every advertising <laughs> going rule in the book. Sorry. Other mobile phone companies are yeah. available. <laughs> is it time for a song? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a bit of Phoebes. Phoebes. <laughs> no, Phoebe, Phoebe Bit Cates. of Phoebe Remember oh, when Phoebe I met Cates. Phoebe Caters? You can see the interview on YouTube. Great half an hour of our time. Yeah, day, I don't think she enjoyed it, it that much, but yeah. No, she yeah. liked it. I mean, uh, that, was the, that was the day where you wore that hat that looked like Harold Bishop. Yes, that, <laughs> that hat came from a local newspaper of Tunbridge Wells. Yeah, and the little girl stole it off you. You got mugged yes. by a four-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered that. <laughs> oh, that was a nice day. Well, yeah, Phoebe's been up to like loads of it. She seems to be getting like quite popular and quite well-known, so in our... like We're hanging on to her coat. Yeah, constantly <laughs> have to cling to the underbelly of any talent like some pointless limpets. Uh, we're going to play a bit of Phoebe Cates. It's a song she did eight months ago. It's called Stronger, and it's really nice. And this is about what we... We are, we are now stronger, aren't we? Yes. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, have a listen to this. When we come back, I think it might be time for the news. I've been trying to
Rather nice little song there. That was stronger from Freebie Catus. How would you describe it, Nicola? I feel stronger for listening to it. Oh, girl good. power! I like that. Right, if you want to find out, more, was that a, was that misogynistic? No, it not at all. Well, was it? I didn't mean for it to be. No, I meant it, it to just be men in like mirth and merriment. It was. That's it was how taken. I took it. Yeah. That way. Mm. Yeah. Um, anyway, if you want to find out more about Phoebe Catus? You can find her on Facebook. She's there. Facebook.com/slash/phoebe.catus.music. I think she's like got a little band now, and they're doing some songs in a church. Yeah, because I watched a video and I sort of got that impression she was in a church doing some music with a band. So well, you would might... do if that's what they were doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we like her. And Phoebe, if you're listening, just get in touch because we miss you. Swan misses you a lot, actually. He's been pining for you like a lost terrier. Is that that is the case? <laughs> that's the wrong way to make him fairly, run a mile. Fairly accurate. Yeah, thank you, Mr. North. <laughs> <laughs> could have been worse. I could have said that North had been pining after her. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, we're almost at the end of the show now. It's been quite good. I feel a bit more back into it now. Uh, so it's time for the uh, time for the news now. Mr. North, do you want to introduce it in your traditional way? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is the traditional way, unfortunately. Well, Stumbling no, into it. Liam, with, uh, with the state of my throat and my voice, I'm yeah, go, we're I don't take... think I'm going to be able to go uh, the news like in the normal way. So I might just go, it's the news. That'll do. It's the news. <laughs> This is the news. 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 It's the news! Right, well, there we go. We've had uh, Mr. North there, the wheezing asthmatic, just about managed to introduce the news. Uh, how this works for people who've never listened before and people who might be new listeners, like Nicola, for example. Yes. Um, you know, you did listen to at least a show, didn't you? I listened to your most recent show and half the <laughs> one before that. Okay, that was, that's good going. They that, were good shows. That shows commitment. I wouldn't have turned up if they were rubbish. Okay. Um, so basically, we pick three headlines, I'll read them out, and then we pick one that we want to hear a little bit more about. Okay, so are you ready? Yeah. Three headlines go as follows. Drunk Santa and tipsy helper crash sleigh. Granddad dies hours before prostitute romp. 
And the final one is scientists say sorry for lack of dragon research. This granddad wasn't in this house you're about to buy, was it? They're not related in the I think it's got to be the, the bad granddad with the, the, the prostitute. So we want prostitute granddad? Yeah. It's official. All right, then I'll pass a tablet of news over to Mr. Swan. Okay, here we go. Granddad dies hours before prostitute romp. A grandfather choked to death on a steak hours before he was due to have sex for the first time in more than a decade with two prostitutes. I was going to say, how's he a granddad? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I smell a rat. <laughs> the Mirror reports that Johnny Orris had won US shock jock Howard Stern's Get My Grandpa Laid competition and was about to enjoy a romp at Nevada's famed Bunny Ranch legal brothel. But tragedy struck when he, the 86-year-old, choked during a celebratory meal at a steakhouse hours before he was due to claim his prize. <laughs> Mr. Oris, Mr. Oris's grandson, Ed, said he had been on cloud nine at the time and had already picked out two girls, Vanity and Caressa Kisses. Oh, no. <laughs> Owner Dennis Hoff said Mr. Oris wanted to have a steak before the big game. Johnny said he was prepping for the Super Bowl of sex and he never got there. How disappointing, Hoff told New York's Daily News. Ed, not Ed Oris, told TMZ he used the free coupon himself, although he didn't have sex with Caressa or Vanity because that's, that would have been weird. <laughs> so basically his granddad's died, his grandson's gone, but that's very sad, but I'll still have sex with two prostitutes <laughs> on the it's same day. Because like, don't wanted. want the coupon to go to waste. Yeah, well, that's good. That's thrifty. That's noble as well. Mr. T would yeah. like that. Mr. T <laughs> would love that, yeah. He would love that. be about the only thing about that story he'd like. <laughs> yeah. Of course you can, yeah, yeah. Maybe we might post the photo as a tribute, yeah. tribute to oh, Grandpa Oris. Oh, and where might we post that photo, Mr. Swan? On our Facebook page or our website. And where would people find our Facebook page? Facebook.com forward slash Boys in the Basement. UK! UK! Hey. <laughs> yeah, I got there. Yeah. yeah. So, Howard Stern, he basically does a radio show in America, doesn't we? Yes. So, is that the sort of thing we need to be doing to, like, get listeners? Well, how are we... What, so, we're going to pay for some one of our li- lucky listeners to sleep with pro- two prostitutes. But it was a legal brothel in America. That's probably how they got away That's with true. it. What if we fly them over to, to America? To the legal brothel. To the legal brothel, yeah. Or we just send them to Amsterdam. Or we get the Bunny Ranch to come here. Yeah, we can have a private one. Bunny Ranch in the basement. Bunny Ranch in the basement. Bunny Ranch in the basement. I like that. Going to be some changes, North. (laughs) And the new management down here. At what point does an orgy become a brothel? (laughs) That's probably your field of expertise. Yeah, if you're paying for it. It's not necessarily an orgy if it's in a brothel, is it? It's only one. No, that's true. If it's only two people. Isn't there a thing where an Anne Summers party, that's the reason well, you, you can't it, have it, a man in the house? Because if you have like, eight women in a house with a dildo and a man, it becomes illegal. I think you are allowed a man in the house, it. surely. There can't be a legal power to remove a man from a yeah, house. Yeah, because whenever there's an Anne Summers party, the men have to go out. I think yeah, it's just kind of like an unwritten <laughs> thing that women say, yeah, it's well, a women's night, you're, <laughs> you're, not having, you're not sitting around picking your backside. I thought it was an actual law. There can't be a law that <laughs> men aren't allowed in a house with a dildo. I'd love it if the House of Commons just wasted their time passing a bill through Parliament just to ensure <laughs> that men aren't allowed to attend Dan Summer's party. Well, we should research that and we'll have a full report next right, show. we'll do that. Yeah. I think it could be true. I've got all my police training books upstairs. I'm sure it'll oh, be yeah, in there somewhere. The wheels have fallen off your police career, haven't they? Well, it's, it's been about that. It's been temporarily on hold. The horse has bolted. Yeah. <laughs> got other commitments. <laughs> We're not even bothering to lock the stable door. Because <laughs> <laughs> that horse ain't coming back. <laughs> now, what a show it's been. It's been quite nice to come back. If a little weird and oddly nostalgic and confusing. Yeah, it's how nice. I it's like a trip down memory lane. Yeah, I think I like it. The only it. problem I've was, actually, quite smoothly. When the whole time we've been talking about me getting coming and having good luck in the last sort of year, yeah. so, and I've been you trying for the whole episode, I've been trying to think, well, what was the turning point? <laughs> yeah. It seems to be ever since. 
we stopped recording these, so I'm worried now. It, hopefully, I'll be here in two weeks' time. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Just something any... calamitous will have happened. Just yeah. don't do anything. You'll get... Well, here's hoping, eh? Touch wood. Yeah, touch wood. Oh, yeah. the show almost didn't happen, did it? Because you had a power cut. We did have a power cut. Yeah, yeah. yeah, off for about an hour and a half. When? About one o'clock. Was the weather that bad? No, it wasn't weather. It was no. fine. I don't know what well, it just was. Just the wiring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I blame the landlord. Well, the first thing, Mr. Parton, because I text Mr. Parton saying, you know, panic stations, we might not be able to record the show because we've got no power. And he just texts me going, it's North not paid the bill again. Well, that was my bill. first thought. <laughs> yeah, and then I remembered I actually live here now, so it's my fault. <laughs> the buck stops with me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right, uh, it's been fun. Should we give uh, Nicola a little round of applause? Yeah. <laughs> How's it been, Nicola? I've thoroughly enjoyed myself. Excellent. Well, that's nice. I think if you come away from anything thoroughly enjoying it, then it's been a good night out. Yeah. Well, she wants to come back already in two weeks' time, so that's... Well, we're going to be really we're gonna be really on it next week, because we'll have everything ready. We, we'll, we'll be able to do, like, phone interviews with her, see how it's going in Chicago. <gasps> oh, yeah. yes. yes. Oh, I like start it. Start a new fan base in a corporate in America. Yeah. yeah. That's, actually really, that's actually a good yeah. idea, North. Thanks. Very good. Good interview gonna, and good idea. You're going to pat me. No. Can we send him off somewhere to start a fan base somewhere like... <laughs> Yeah, we tried Afghanistan. It <laughs> we tried it on Jersey, but yeah, they said that. Back. We ended up with like Jersey was our second highest listening figures, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. Behind Germany. Shame there's only about five people who live on it. <laughs> it was Germany, it was quite high, wasn't it? Yeah, we got listened to a lot in Germany. <laughs> yeah. On that bomb show, it's time to end. So we've been the boys. This has been the basement. You've been the listener. Goodbye. Goodbye.